0: What's good, everyone? Al Jeteris here with another Jets episode of the Knicks, Jets, etc. podcast. And with me, is always my buddy, my coach, my pal, the man with a plan, the one and only, the man who's hyped today like me, who's excited, happy. We got another W. This is way better than last season. We're already way off better than last season. Only two wins last year. We got three wins this season. Two for a rookie quarterback. You know what it is. My guy right here with me, John Malik. I know he's happy today. John. How are you doing my man? How was your Thanksgiving? How was your weekend? How's it going over in uh Staten Island Territory?
1: <laughs> oh man, I, everything is good right now in Staten Island Territory. I, I wasn't outside today for the Jets game. I, I was indoors. We won the we won the game. Thanksgiving weekend was good. Worked on Friday. But everything is good, man. It's it's officially uh it, it's yeah, we had those like those flurries in the morning. The the, mm. the sky was uh, dark gray. The w- winter is literally coming right around the corner football season NBA is about to start basically Christmas right around the corner
0: Mm.
1: Uh, I have a trip to Africa and now we have the Omicron variant that just came out so everyone's freaking out so I don't know if I'm gonna be able to do that trip but fingers crossed everything will go all right but that's it for me right now man I'm hyped dude I'm hyped about this New York Jets team and the wins and we have a lot of discussions about Zach Wilson and uh, the state of this Jets team. But before we get into that, how are you, man? How's your Thanksgiving? Come back to New York, visiting
0: the old, uh, good old Westchester Knicks hometown. Oh, yeah, man. You know, I had to stop in my neck of the woods in uh, Westchester. It was good, man. Got to hang out with the family, ate a lot, got to play a lot of pickup basketball. Shout out to David Zenon, uh, OB's trainer, Mason Plumlee's trainer, NBA trainer, grassroots trainer. You know what it is. Awesome guy. Great seeing him. Great to chop it up Mm -hmm. with him. And, you know, me and the wife had a great time just hanging out down there. It was a lot of fun, man. I'm happy. I'm always happy around this. Well, it's different this season, I should say. I'm not, I'm usually happy around this time. This year is obviously different for for personal reasons, but it was good just to be with the family and just to, to, you know, eat a lot and, and get to, you know, reminisce, share stories, all that good stuff. But what makes it even better is not only do we have a really good win for the New York Knicks last night against the Atlanta Hawks. So we got some, we got slight revenge. You know, we gave the notice on the door saying, Oh, we're here. Don't, don't worry. We're still here. We got, we're going to take care of you. And then to add on top of that, to add on top of that, we got the New York Jets beating the Houston Texans. And what I could say was another game in a row where it was decent complimentary play all around, except for a kicker. Matt Amendola, you are trash. I can't. I, I just suck, bro. You just suck. But from both the offensive side, defensive side, and most the special teams, it was good complimentary football for two weeks in a row. Sure, it was. You know, we had Zach Wilson this week, Joe Flacco last week, but very encouraging to see that our head coach, offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator, everyone was just starting to come together. This team is starting to come together. Show a little bit more life, just like they did at the beginning of the season when they defeated the Tennessee Titans. But yeah, man, looking pretty good. Looking pretty good. What do you? What do? How do you feel, man?
1: Yeah, I I mean, you said it at the top where compared to last year, it's really night and day. And just last week, have you or you know, last week or two weeks ago, everybody's talking about how you know we're back to the same old Jets. We're never going to get it together. So that jump just in one week or two weeks is huge. And it all comes down to the coaching staff, you know, it, it, without without coach Salah, like everybody tried to literally bring him all the way down and, you know, bring bring the narrative all the way back to, you know, the Jets woes as everyone likes to do, which sells papers. And I get, but Salah was able to dispel all that LaFleur was able to go up to the booth and never come back and able to. You know, shout out to him for not only, you know, getting into a nice game plan today, which of course we're going to talk about, including the two point conversion with the fourth string quarterback at this point, which was pretty awesome. But just, but just in general, on that same note, he's had to game plan for Zach Wilson, a rookie quarterback who's never done it before. Joe Flacco was coming with an ego, Mike. White, who has been around but doesn't really know what he's doing, and then all of a sudden goes to the Hall of Fame and thinks he should be, thinks he should be the first pick, and then absolutely stinks. Like he's he's been having to deal with every single emotion, every single type of quarterback, and shout out to him for being for being able to get it together. And I'm starting to sense an identity with him, to be honest with you. And same with the defense, and same with Coach Salah, and you know, even special teams were looking okay as well, like you said. We have a ton of injuries, Alex. A ton of injuries. And it's not just us saying here, complaining about it. It's apparent. We started the year as the youngest team, and we have the craziest injuries. How many edge rushers? How many safeties? Everybody's gone. Zach Wilson finally is back with a PCL. And he kind of tweaked it at the end there, which scares the absolute crap out of me. So, it's not all, you know, flowers in Jets land right now. But for now, I just like that the, we're creating an identity. All right? We're yeah. not going to even be in the hunt this year. We're not even going to get in the graphic this year. But we're creating an identity. And obviously, we need a tight end. Obviously, we need to fix up our the interior of our offensive line. But when, when you can pinpoint problems... That's that means you're on the road to recovery instead of oh it's just everything you know what I mean which is how it's been for a while now you can start pinpointing like we need a safety we need a linebacker we need linebackers we need edge rusher tight end but you start pinpointing because you start you start Mm -hmm. you can see how we're starting to have free agents and draft picks fall into
0: place. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely, and the oh so ever elusive graphic that John's looking for the in the hunt. Just that's all you needed this year was just in the hunt, in the hunt, just the CBS graphic saying here, the guys are in the hunt for the playoffs. Didn't have to make it's the possible. playoffs. Just had to be in the hunt. It's possible. I I'm, not, I'm not giving up on it yet, man. Not
1: up. <laughs> we might be able to get on towards the end year. Chasing
0: that magic dragon, my man. You're just chasing that magic dragon. Not even all the right. playoffs. So sad. <laughs> but no, you, you're so, you're so right, man, where we can start to pinpoint Holes in this team, right? It's not even like that stupid graphic that we remember for the New York Knicks draft. Like, what do the New York Knicks need? <laughs> oh, yeah, everything. everything. It's like, <laughs> oh my god, thanks. Yeah. And for the Jets, it was like that for some point, point. and now, you know, the like year, yeah, it was, yeah, it was. And now you are starting to see things fall into place. Whether it's getting, um, whether it's getting like Elijah, Eric Tucker. You know, we have Mackay Becton, who's probably gonna be out for the remainder of the season, and we'll be back next season just so we can heal up that foot. You see that we have Michael Carter. We have Elijah Moore. You're starting to see Braxton Berrios, right? You start Keelan Cole is looking pretty good on the outside. You know, he could be another guy that could stay around for another year. Corey Davis is obviously going to be here for another for another year. You're starting to see these holes starting to, to fill up. Even with John Franklin, and we're going, the defense, Quincy Williams, Quinnen Williams. I mean, we got C.J. Mosley. He's just going to be there because of his contract. We need safeties now. We need coverage linebackers. We need tight ends. Our cornerbacks, even though that was that was the worry at the beginning of the season, Bryce Hall, Michael Carter, the second, Brendan Eccles, these guys are looking good. All right. And even sometimes Javelin Goodry, all right, even though he comes in for when we're going like dime and, and so forth. But we're you're starting to see, as you point out, this team is starting to fill those hole, holes, which is a good thing. That's progress. That's progress. That means Joe Douglas, even though we have our our critiques of him, right? He he's not perfect, but you're starting to see the flaws in this team that we've had for so long starting to get the address. Whether well, that's the O-line, the quarterback, it's been rough. We're gonna get into Zach Wilson later today. But as of right now, it's a hold. We'll see, obviously, with the future, but it's a hold right now. We're not we're not worried about the quarterback. We're we're just watching him grow and see what happens. But I agree with you that everything is starting to fall into place. Those rookie but, cornerbacks
1: though they're talking about, man. Because honestly, Joe Douglas has had on. As much of a perfect draft as you could possibly ask for, besides the one huge question mark, which is the second overall pick, which is Zach Wilson. Yeah. But other than that, I mean, the cornerbacks they just mentioned and Eccles and Carter just sucks that they're injured, man. Ah, oh, it's tough that they got injured today. But let's get in. Let's get right into it, right? And I'm gonna say the first thing that happened, and I'm not sure how much Vegas knew about it before. Okay. The fact that their best player, uh, Justin Reed, their safety, was it was had a fight with Houston going into this game and didn't get dressed from something that happened during the week, mm-hmm. and it was out so much that Ryan Clark made a video of it this morning. I mean, clearly there's more than that me- to meets the eye going on in that Texans locker room that we didn't know about, which is probably why there's a little hint why the mm-hmm. like the money was on the Jets. It was kind of weird. But that's probably why. Someone knew something that was going on in there. So we kind of had our, you know, the game cut out for us a little bit in that aspect. So I'll, that gave me a little bit of confidence, just like walking in there. Because we came in hobbled, as we keep mentioning with these injuries, Michael Carter, who's probably, you know, one of the, I would say, top five rookie running backs this year in the league. He's out for a couple of weeks. And we're going with Ty Johnson and Tevin Coleman, who haven't gotten really much going on. Wide receivers, we kind of knew Corey Davis was going to be out. But the other guys, Elijah Moore, he was there. Everyone is, excuse me, basically ready to roll. But they came out like garbage, man. Absolute garbage. Yeah. That first it, half was so bad, Alex. Tell me hard what hard. happened, dude. Tell me what I, I have. like. What did I watch in that first half? My phone is obviously blowing up because Zach is doing terrible. And I have nothing to say. He was doing absolutely awful. Like, could you talk to me about that first half on offense? And we're looking at a depleted Texans. Like, literally, it's as if CJ Mosley or you know just doesn't show up, or Marcus May doesn't show up, like in, during the practice week, and we look like trash. What the hell happened,
0: dude? It was you know, and what's even more infuriating is that we start off the game really well. We got John Franklin Meyer with that interception. Took it all the way down to the Houston thirty, like I think between the thirty thirty five area, and we didn't really move the ball that much at all to even get any like true gainage. Thankfully, Matt and Dole was able to hit that first one today and get it through <laughs> the upright God. to give us a lead. We actually had a lead, man. We actually had a lead today. Look at that what, for what felt like most of the game. To be
1: yeah. honest with you, oh yeah, you, you, the, but I, know we're, I know we're on the first half right now, but what, I felt like we had the lead. I am like keep looking at the clock, like. Are we down two touchdowns though? We, I feel like we're down two touchdowns. We, we, we're up. We're up. I'm like,
0: all right. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, we, we, I mean, we end the half 14 11 being down by three, but that like we're first down by quarter, that first quarter was just awful. Like Zach Wilson, man, just forcing stuff again, overthrowing. Like, I get there's rust, but on these short passes, man. He is just throwing, sailing it over (laughs) these guys' heads. It is just gross. It is is gross to watch. Coming over with a PCL, man. I don't know, man. Like you're a quarterback. You play football. I mean, this is (laughs) like, you play, you play, I guess maybe because you played at BYU and you didn't get hit and now you're getting hit. Uh, maybe that changes the whole mindset, but even still, you have to go in knowing that you're going to get hit. I mean, it's not the first time he's getting hit. And maybe yes, you're 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 worried about injuring your PCL. But when you start playing scared because you're going to get get injured, that's when you play terrible, and that's when you get injured. You have to play loose, you have to play free, and that's when those things, you know, may sure. or may not happen. But your body has to be relaxed. You know, that's why sometimes they talk about saying when you don't know the hits coming, it's actually better because your body's relaxed, it's not tense, and you'll take the hit a little bit better. But Watch it. This is really like Zach. Don't tell that. Don't tell that to Zach. And I'm about to say, like, they've been getting smacked
1: on the (laughs) the blinds. Yo, Zach is just like between
0: (laughs) the interception and just move, like moving, just his inability to move the ball, just take what the defense was giving him in the first half. And more so the first quarter, like the second quarter, it was still gross, but we were able to pull something together. (laughs) You know, we're thankfully we were able to pull, um, Oh, what is it? We're I mean, who was it? Uh, who, who was a touchdown by? It was um, was it was it Ward? Not Ward. Uh, also Walter. 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 Thank yeah, you. Yeah, our yeah.
1: yeah, we're rolling with like four string running backs here. Yeah. No problem. Yeah. Zach Wilson rushing in a touchdown. I mean, talk about wacky, man! It, it it's a really really wacky offense. We have a wild. We have a wildcat two point conversion with our. Also, third, fourth string quarterback at this point. I mean, it's really wacky out there, but that's a that to me is shout out to Lafleur. Like he, Lafleur the man. I think I'm completely on board now with Lafleur. If he can do this with scraps, like literal scraps, and if we're talking Salah, like if we're freaking out at him a couple of weeks ago, then you have to be going insane in your praise for him. Now he, Terod T- Taylor is a real quarterback. David Johnson, Rex Burkhead, had real running backs, like, you know, Cooks, like they, they have, they have players and we're able to scrap whatever we have a game plan from whatever we're able to bring out out there. And even guys who were picking up off the waivers, like Quincy Williams was, I'm pretty sure he's our best player on defense. But anyway, he got injured today. You know what yeah. I mean? Sheldon Rankins, he got injured mm-hmm. today. And we're still able to pull out the W, and and that's kudos to the coaching staff, man. You ha- you have to give it to them.
0: Yeah, for sure. No, like Michael Ford drawing up the place to get, you know, Austin Walton uh, involved is just Austin Walter. Sorry, wow, this is it's a four string. Cor- it's a four string running back. It's like hard to keep up with all these names and injuries. It's ridiculous out here. But seeing Austin it. Walter get out here and he looked like he was firing out of a cannon today, man. He was ready to make most the most out of his opportunities. Nine rushing attempts, 38 yards, uh, and one touchdown, averaging about all over four yards carry. He looked pretty good out there, man, especially going yep. up the middle. I mean, obviously he's not an answer. He's not a solution, but he looked pretty good out there today, knowing that's just what you want to see. You want to see that we have depth in these type of break break glass in case of emergency situations. Yep. So but on that drive where they scored a touchdown, I mean we have to give kudos to Zach Wilson. You have to give kudos to Michael Ford for drawing it up. Uh Zach Wilson was taking the underneath and was actually connecting on these passes, whether it was to Braxton Barrios, Jameson Crowder, and Elijah Moore to get his to get the Jets down there in order for Walt, for Walter to go up there and be able to punch it in, you know, and really just extend himself and just burst through that line. So that's where you start to see Zach Wilson coming together. You're like, okay, good drive. That's what you want to see. You want to see some sort of growth. And he wasn't just trying to push the ball downfield, literally trying to take what the defense was giving him. It was just more about accuracy at this place. You could say whether that's, you know, rust shaking off Russ because he hasn't played in a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. You can say that it's just rook being a rookie. I think it's all the above that he's a rookie. We've seen him throw non-accurate passes before, whether it's underneath, swing passes, so forth, slants, this, that, and the third. And we've also know that as a rookie, you're going to be nervous. So I think all of it is together. I don't know if it's necessarily rust by itself, but. It was good to see that he was starting to put together a strong performance after having what looked like a shitty performance, and you're like, Oh my God, we're gonna go through this again, <laughs> exactly this right. again, because it was fourteen three, man. The Houston Texans were looked like they were ready to bust this one open on us before he got the, you know, the the touchdown. And then you had uh Josh Johnson, you know, Wildcat out here, run it in, get us two point conversion. No, seriously.
1: Seriously, that play was nuts. When I was just like, "What is what is Josh Johnson doing here?" Like, first of all, I am looking for Zach Wilson, and then I see Josh Johnson. Like, both like those things like clicking in my head at the same time. I was legitimately in panic mode. <laughs> I was like, well, "I was like, why don't we want to win this game?" You know what I am saying? Why don't you just give it to your quarterback and have him make a play or just run the ball? Running the ball was was pretty effective with mm-hmm. Coleman and Ty Johnson, which. Talk about scraps. You know what I mean? I don't know if those guys are even making squads on other teams.
0: Dude, I don't even, I don't think, I think, I think Tevin Coleman, for sure, just because he's a name, Ty Johnson, I'm not so sure. I mean, he's put together like a decent resume to be a third stringer.
1: He did slip, though, in that, in that, in that little pass. Was it a run? I'm not sure if it was a run or a pass. He he, he almost broke it. He almost broke through.
0: Honestly, as a Jets fan, at this point, I feel like everyone slips on this damn team. So, like everyone in there, like whether it's Corey Davis,
1: I think it was a rush. No, I think <laughs> it was, it was a, rush. a rush. No, 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 no. It's not not fall. Like, he slipped through the defense.
0: He, oh, he oh, uh, oh.
1: and and he almost got through.
0: Uh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. No, he almost did. He almost busted one loose, man. Yeah, you know, yeah, How about that? How about when we, uh, you know, when uh, what was it? The the fumble that happened, and we wa- lost. <laughs> the Jets lost about. Fifteen to twenty yards, and then we needed. We needed. Well, thank God to get, it went out of bounds. Yeah, thank God it went out of bounds, and then Ty Johnson gets you the twenty yards to get back the field in the field goal, field goal range. range. That didn't work out, but yeah, that did not work out. <laughs>
1: Gross. Yeah, I mean, we have. I mean, we. I mean, first of all, do you remember me talking about McPherson all offseason, trying to get him for the Jets to draft him? And he's absolutely murdering it on Cincinnati, which hurts my soul. But anyway. We have a kicker situation again. Again. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Hopefully we draft one. But sticking to this game, that's what I learned. I learned we have a kicking problem. We have a huge tight end problem. I am not sure. I'm not sure, Alex. That Zach Wilson is necessarily the answer for the New York Jets. I'm not going to be shocked if there's at some point this off season a name that's dropped, some sort of quarterback that wants to be traded, any any like big name quarterback that the organization might be interested in. Is Zach Wilson, I'm not going to be shocked if the Jets pick up the phone. I'm just going to throw that out there. And I mean, Zach he looks he, he looks good in Zach Wilson. He looks good at some points. I'm not like out on him but i'm not he's not untouchable i don't think the jets think that either i i, I really really don't just by watching him today you got to see the flaws
0: you got to oh, see oh they are you know we when we discuss this man and i won't and i won't shy away saying that we have the most talented qb out of this draft but listen to my words talented that doesn't mean the best that doesn't mean the greatest talented cam newton is very talented that doesn't mean he's the best <laughs> not anymore Right. Oh, yeah. But I'm just saying, but I'm just saying, like, <laughs> that's what talented means. Like, they ha- he, Wilson has the mobility. He has the arm strength. He has the accuracy when, especially for deep balls, right? Like, all of that is there. Like, we saw him punching in today to run. And I guess we're going to do the Zach Wilson thing now since we're on offense. But you just see, there's just something there, man. There's just something there. And this was the concern when we talked, man. And of course, like we're excited. We're not, we're rooting for Zach Wilson to do well. He's our quarterback. We want him to do well. That's, that's not going to change. But when you're objectively looking at what we've seen so far and you're wondering about the growth as a quarterback, yes, he hasn't played that many games, but the flaws in just getting up to the line, reading the defense, making the easy passes. Especially the easy passes, man. I don't care if you're a rookie or yeah. not. Like, dump off passes are, should not be that hard. Five, five yard passes should not be that hard. <laughs> Swing passes should not be that hard. They should not be sailing over your, like, receiver's head. And even some of the passes that he had that went for a lot of yards, whether it was to Braxton Barrios and Elijah Moore, they were, they were low, man. Like, these guys yeah. had to dig it out. Like, it, the run that Barrios had today for 46 yards, he had to dig that thing out of the ground. Yeah, yeah, like he had to like drop his hips, catch it in a basket and then get up and run. When mm-hmm. if that was just straight at his chest, maybe he could have broken that out further, right? Instead of having to put that extra work in, still a impressive play, you know, but maybe yeah. about that. How about, or maybe like Elijah Moore and the catch that we thought was a catch, right? What if that was just a little bit out in target? That he, the cornerback or the defensive back—I don't remember—was the cornerback didn't get a hand in on it, right? Yeah. What? What if? And some of the catches that Elijah Moore had to get too, you know, even for his longest one for twenty-two yards, he had to, he had to go, he had to go dig that one out. These are the concerning things when you look at Zach Wilson. Like, should it really be that hard? Like, should it really be that hard? So I saw a tweet out there today saying that uh, this is the next. Is Zach Wilson just another Josh Rosen? Like, that's God, tough. That is rough out there. If if that's that's tough. Yeah, but more like
1: Sammy Darnold.
0: Yeah, I, I, Darnold. See the thing, man. I, I
1: just I'm not out on Zach Wilson though. That's why I don't want to get into this whole thing. No, it's I'm not. It's not,
0: being, it's not being. It's not. It's not being out. But no, you bring up a good point though, man. It's not being out on the kid. But it's just looking at him for what he is. Because when you get Romo, you hear Rogers saying that, oh man, this is like another Mahomes, this is another Aaron Rodgers, and all this, that, and third, you start to get these expectations, right? Your expectations mm-hmm. rise because you're listening to these former or current players who have established themselves. Like Romo was a good quarterback. For as much as like everyone loved to joke on him, he was just injury prone. Aaron Rodgers is a like good to great quarterback, depending on how you want to rank him based on his win totals and so forth. When you hear your colleagues, like not our colleagues, obviously Zach Wilson's colleagues, <laughs> like talk about you, you you would expect them to see something, to have some sort of confidence to say that. Now, obviously yeah. Zach Wilson's still young; things can change. Mm-hmm. But it just doesn't look. Nothing is screaming. This is truly the guy. He's the answer.
1: Exactly. And that's what I'm trying to say.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and that's fine. And I think. And, and like if I Russell think
1: Wilson's calling. If if Seattle's calling, I think the Jets ooh. picking up the phone. I think you have to. Yeah, for sure. Just saying.
0: Uh, that's what really I
1: got out of that. this game. That's what I learned from this game. I'm really happy the Jets won. It's gonna suck when this affects our. Draft stuff, but I think we have a couple more wins in our in our playbook. This is one of the games that I didn't really have pinned right that I think means something to the Jets. So I'm happy that they won it. You know what I mean? I I still think I think Tampa. Of course, all the division games remaining, but also the Tampa game. I think the Eagles game matters to the Jets as well, and that that's pretty much a bulk of it. I know we have the Saints in the middle there too, which you know that's just a normal game. So there, there's still, I, I think some, uh, I think some juice left in this team. And why can't Zach Wilson get better next week? Do you, do you project Zach Wilson is able to have more of what he did in the second half next week? I know, I know this is a rapid reaction, but just like a quick projection or, or are you likely to, are you going to be shocked? Let me put it this way. You're going to be shocked if he comes out more. In the first half, or are you going to be shocked more if he comes out more in having the second half. Because, in my perspective, if Zach Wilson comes out next week and balls out from from the start, I'm going to be shocked. I'm going to be like, "Wow, I did oh, not 100%. see this coming." Oh yeah, okay,
0: okay. you're with me. Yeah. On oh 100. one hundred. Oh yeah. When I did, he's not look, he had a really good game against Tennessee. He balled out in that one, mm-hmm. uh, but. That was mostly, I can see him doing well,
1: just not from. Was, so I, I'm. I need him to do well from start to finish. So I'm gonna be pleasantly surprised if he's able to do it. At this point, I'm just not expecting it. I guess that's the point I'm trying to make.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, and I, I'm totally right behind you on that because outside the Tennessee Titans game, most of his games have been below average. Multiple yeah. interceptions, a lot mm-hmm. of turnovers, a lot of holding onto the ball for way too long, throwing behind his receivers, overthrowing his receivers. Uh, just sailing some of his passes as we were just discussing. That's why we go back. That's why you you brought it up. Like the Jets would pick up the phone that Wilson's not untouchable. But I also want to say that it's not, you know, like, yeah, you would pick up the phone if someone's saying like, all right, hey, we'll take Zach Wilson. We'll trade your Russell Wilson, you know, Wilson for Wilson. But I'm, I'm I, just saying, I'm
1: just saying that's that's just like, because going into but, this game, man, like first game off injury, and I'm trying to give him a little bit of leeway because the first game off injured, but I'm just like coming in like, all right, guys, like this is it. Like no matter what, like I'm ready. I'm ready to roll with Zach Wilson, I think about how everyone's feeling about Mike White. Oh, one more chance. Let's keep going. Let's see. Well, Zach yeah, Wilson, but you know what? I, I feel weird. Like I, I just, I, I just don't feel, I just don't feel good about this whole situation. And I don't you know, know. I think, I think it might be his knee. I promise you, I think it all changed when I saw him limping again at that sideline. When he only tweaked his knee again, I think that's what's. I think that's what it is that's Hit The first half stunk, and then when he finally started getting it together, his knee got tweaked, and that scenario just scares the hell out of me.
0: I think it's this man. I think it's the expectations between. You brought up uh, Mike White. We could talk about Josh Johnson. We could talk. Let's talk about Zach Wilson, and not saying that we're going to talk about like each and every one who's going to do better, but let's talk about expectations between all three of these guys. Mike White. Josh Johnson, both in the same bucket as no expectations, zero, like we had zero expectation. They come out and they overperform. So when they overperform because you have no expectation, you're like, I need to see more because we haven't seen it from this highly risen expectation. As I talked about, when you have Aaron Rodgers, Tony Romo, everybody else just touting this kid as like, it's Trevor Lawrence and it's definitely Zach Wilson, all right. Yeah. When you have Chris Sims and just like hyping up somebody for so long and saying it's going to be Zach Wilson, it's going to be Zach Wilson, it's going to be Zach Wilson. How, look how we could throw off platform. All these things, <laughs> all these things. He's the Mormon Mahomes. He's I remember dubbed. that episode when you're like, "What does that even mean?" <laughs> <not like> off platform. <laughs> I just love how new terminology just gets created out of nowhere. Like he throws off platform. I was like. This is this season because we were not talking about that last season. We we're not talking about the season before when darn was coming off. No one was talking about throwing off platform. I don't know where that term came from, but fine. I know what it means. It's just comical. That's like, huh? Where? What? Who? Co- I want to know who coined it, but, <laughs> but no, it's like expectations that we go back to the quarterback, right? Like Zach Wilson has these high expectations and he's not performing up to these high expectations. If you're raising that type of expectation, I'm expecting this kid to come out and ball out like Russell Wilson, like 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 a young uh, Tony Romo, like like whoever, right? Like I'm expecting good, like accurate short thrown passes at least. And when you hype this kid up, and I see a young quarterback overthrowing, underthrowing, not even making the easy connections, it's like, yeah. eh, what
1: yeah. is there to be hyped
0: about? Like, and yeah. then. You, that's why when you and I, like we were talking about like, do you keep Sam Darnold, all this stuff? And like, it's fine. It happened. Like we're over it. We're not lamenting that we should keep Sam Darnold, and we're not even making that case. But the, the thought process was there's something fishy about somebody who's being so hyped right now who didn't play in a division that was very competitive and had a great offensive line and a great team that just blew everyone out of the water. And then you see, you see that, and I'm not saying that he can't. I'm not saying Zach Wilson can't get better, but it's just these are. It's we're seeing that, that those were our concerns, and yeah. it's kind the of transferring. Is,
1: the pushback is he won the game.
0: Yeah, we won the game. Yeah, no, we won the game. So, like, you can't what can you complain? Like, and this is where I'll say this: he finished strong. Like, it wasn't great, but he finished strong versus how he started, which is good. That's progress. That one that that was pro- sick. Oh, that's that run by him was awesome. How he extended. That was great. Especially, you know, like
1: on the option too. It was pretty nice.
0: Yeah. No, absolutely. Phenomenal job by him. Like to to get that touchdown. He he cleaned it up. And you could say, how did he finish strong? What are you talking about, Alex? How did this kid finish strong? Well, let's look at the last couple of weeks. Multiple interceptions, just giving the just turning the ball over, holding it on for too long, not being decisive. I can actually say he was a little bit more decisive in the second half. It wasn't perfect, but he was more decisive. He didn't turn the ball over. He got you that touchdown. And if anything, to say the least, he managed the game really well, which he hasn't even been able to do the last couple of weeks. That's progress. Okay? Mm -hmm. Now, that being said, you can still have concerns, but you can also recognize what he did today. So he had a strong finish. Was it pretty? No. Is he? Did anything about this game say, this is our guy. Tennessee Titans games had that for sure, but it is what it is, man. It, it is what it is. That's why I say, like, that's why I said at the beginning, like, you know, the holes are being filled and Zach Wilson is just a placeholder right now. We can't say yes. We can't say no. We're just, we're waiting to see what happens. Fair.
1: That's fair. I'm not, I mean, it, it sucks to talk about him like this after this game, but those are just my immediate, immediate thoughts.
0: But it's fair, man. I mean, this is how you evaluate, players and evaluate teams it's not it stinks but he also hasn't given us anything to you can't we can't i, I just can't be a homer and a delusional fan and be like he's great look at this We won. yeah why are we all talking about this it's like that's cool like i think i'll say this d someone someone posted would you rather have uh, it was shout, shout shout out to our guy dj he's like no moral victories. Give me the ugly win because I think someone tweeted like, "Would you rather see growth from this team or wins or an ugly win?" And DJ said ugly, ugly win. And I'm gonna put I'm gonna put something on this. And I want your thoughts on it too. Here's the caveat: first year, very young team. Not really looking for ugly wins because it won't mean anything. Because we saw wins with Mark Sanchez, and then it didn't really give us long future success, right? If I see growth out of a team. And this is only for year one. After that, I need to see wins. Year one I'm talking about. I'll take the moral victories for year one. As long as I see improvement. I, no. I can't do ugly wins, bro.
1: No. It these ugly anything. wins, I'm going to tell you something. These ugly wins are more morale victory than anything, any morale you could ever get from a loss. Getting a W from the hard work you put in and you finally trust the coach and that you build the locker room rapport and you build your veterans that are staying with you next year. I think that makes a difference, man. Going into Houston with no safeties, with no players, Zach Wilson off a of PCL and winning the game. When your kicker can't kick, I think it means a lot. Uh, th- that's more of a moral victory than a draft pick from six to five or from eight to seven.
0: Yeah, that's I'm, not that's really, my opinion. I'm not really thinking about the draft pick. I'm not looking for them to tank. Well,
1: that's the point. That's the point of the question. The point of that question, Alex, the undertone of that question is, I'd rather the Jets look good and we lose so that we get a better draft pick. That's No one actually cares if we, you know, That that's the point, is we want to get a better draft pick, and it's not a lottery. It's by the loss. And so last year, we got the stupid wins. People got mad about it. We actually fired that whole staff. So I, to me, last year is more of a point in my head, if you're going to fire the staff. Doesn't really, there's no morale, you know, to be get, got from a win, but they just didn't want to go 0 16, which I also get because that stains the franchise. You know, I'm sure it lowers the value of the franchise too. If you're the owner, um, and you know, they have egos. So, uh, I don't know for now. This win, I think was big. If you're talking like week and you know, that's why they, by the way, I think that's why the NFL has made the last week of the season always against a division opponent. So that it's not just like oh who cares we're not in it anyway. It's like all right even if we're both not in or versus the Dolphins it's going to be like we want to be the Dolphins, you know yeah. what I mean? Because it's going to be that ego, it's going to be that morale. Like you're going to play them next year, and if it's the same coaching staff on both sides of the ball, it means something. So for me, maybe hindsight will be 2020. You know what I mean? When we miss Steph Curry by one pick, when we miss Brett Favre by one pick, when we take Ken O'Brien so instead of Dan Marino. When we do all these things, like I, I you know, I understand when we could have got maybe Trevor Lawrence, which could have been better, but he stinks as well. I get it all, but right now, talking about moral victories, give me the W man. I don't care how okay. we get it. Just give me Ws.
0: And that's interesting how you, how you framed it. I I, can, I, can, I agree with you with what you're saying. I guess from my standpoint, without the draft pick, really think about the draft pick because I wasn't really thinking about tanking because in my head, I was still thinking about that we're getting wins. Not that we're losing every single game; that we're still getting wins, and those games are still showing growth as a team. Not necessarily that we're, you know, oh, we we put up twenty points, but we lose by twenty four every, well, we lose by like a field goal every single week. That we get like those six, seven wins, right, and we look good and we're improving over it. Instead of and when I hear ugly wins, it's like, oh, we rely on the the backbone of our defense because they're the best thing out there, and they're carrying us all the way, and our quarterback. Really has a lot of issues that we don't want to talk about, but because this team's really good, maybe he will come through and look great in some moments like yep. Mark Sanchez. And that's what I'm thinking. And I agree with your point. I like the ugly W in that aspect. What I don't like in the ugly W is that we put, we just put a facade over an issue that we're not really addressing. We're not really taking a look at. And that's, that's my concern with that. So I agree with what you're saying though. Um, but that's my outlook on it. Very in- very interesting question. I like these type of debates with you. But let's yeah. uh let's let's wrap this thing up with uh the defense real quick and let me hear yeah. your thoughts on the defense because we're not gonna talk about Matt Amendola today. Dude needs to be off this team. Simple as that. Need a new kicker. No nothing about it, bro. Nothing against you. You probably brought you're probably a nice guy out there, but uh can't be missing the easy ones just by hooking it mad left. <laughs> in, in sh- I think it's called a when, shank. I, I'm Comfort not terminology. Sure. I know it's a shank, but it's worse that's than a shank. Kidding. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, but yeah, dude. Do you, I
1: mean, the defense was good, man. The defense, you hit it on the top. John Franklin Meyer is finally coming, coming together with that tip and pick six. I mean, that's every lineman's dream. It has to be mm-hmm. the the tip and the six. Um, So, like, it's called it the tip six, I guess. Mm-hmm. That that was awesome, and he had two sacks, so he had a hell of a game. This defensive line is going to be crazy, we all know it. So, I mean, there's nothing new there. Our linebackers are absolute garbage, man. I the, the, I I can't I can't say anything nice about it. Like I know, you know, Quincy Williams had a sack, and as we noted, he got injured. He he's an awesome pickup. I'm glad we have him. No, mm-hmm. Ronald Blair had a sack. That was cool. Other than that, like, what are we looking at, man? You know what I mean? Our safeties stink. Our linebackers stink. It's the same old story. I need Rankins to be healthy next year. I need our D-line to be healthy. I need to grab a couple edge rushers. And of course, we're going to fill in with the linebackers and the safeties. Which brings me to the cornerbacks, which did fantastic again. So I'm happy with it all. I'm really afraid of C.J. Mosley next year on this team, unfortunately. I mean, I love him. I love the guy. I'm hoping he does well. I'm hoping it's because he has no help. But he just looks like he's trying so hard out there to be good. And so he, he was good today, but he looks like he's putting in so much effort, which is great. But then like that, then it's obvious why, like for, you know, a couple of games ago, it's obvious that he's not going to make a tackle. Like, you know what I mean? When he's playing the Colts, like it, it, it's so hard for him. It looks like he has to exert a lot of effort for him to play well. So I, I don't know if that makes any sense, but I just, it's just not very sustainable watching him play. It doesn't. Uh, it's not a very uh, easy motion as it used to be for him watching him play.
0: I think the thing is that for C.J. Mosley, it becomes it comes to having a complete team, right? The defense has just been hit with so many injuries that guys aren't, haven't been able to play with each other fully. And mm-hmm. we can just look at Gerard Davis. I think Gerard Davis is also just like uh, should be on the spotlight because he hasn't. Necessarily been the guy that we were expecting to get to be. Well, he's injured, CJ. I know, but that's the thing. Like he's injured, and even when he did come back, you could have still told now, me he's still
1: injured. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. He
0: could have been back, even when he was back and he was healthy playing with us off that injury. I, I You still could have told me that he was injured. I'd be like, where is this guy? He's you still injured
1: I mean? right now, and he's playing. Yeah,
0: yeah, but it's like <sighs> I think they were expecting to have someone better wind up yeah. next to. CJ, and we're not getting that. And so (laughs) CJ has to compensate for the other holes that are going on on this defense. It's just not complete. And I don't put it on him. As you said, he's trying out there. He's putting that effort out there. I I think it's just for him because defense is true. You can't, it's not like the offense where maybe you have a wide receiver who can just break tackles and just create something and something happens. That's not how the defense works. The defense is truly a unit. You can have one guy who's just dominant at his position, right? Like you can have a dominant nose tackle, who just bullies a center, bullies the guards, gets through and just causes havoc. But there it doesn't mean anything if the other guys can't get pressure, because that means they can just focus on that one guy. Doesn't mean yeah. anything if your cornerbacks can't cover a wide receiver, even if you're getting to those guys. And I yeah. think that goes the same thing for CJ Mosley. You know, we're talking about. Quincy, Quinnan Williams, John Franklin Meyer, whoever else is out there with them. Like they're doing an okay job, but we're missing our top pass rusher in Carl Lawson. Guys are getting injured in the secondary, we don't have Marcus May. <laughs> and so like what else can we rely like he can't cover and do everything, you know, as Giselle would say about Tom Brady, he can't throw the ball and catch the ball. Oh, CJ god. can't CJ can't cover and blitz at the same time. <laughs> oh god. But I don't put it all on him. I'd like to see this team, this defense just fully healthy. But hey, I still like what I saw for the most part because they got big stops when we needed it, especially down the stretch. You know, seeing them stop Tyrod Taylor on the fourth down, like third and two, fourth and two, like this is the stuff that you need to see out of your defense to lock it up because Robert Sala couldn't trust his kicker today. He's like, I'd rather punt, I'd rather run the clock out and punt the damn thing and try to go for a field goal that tells me this guy's got to be gone yeah because it just picked up a kicker so this guy's out of here but it's good to see the defense come through good job by the defense today uh they had a good week last week yep for sure yeah that's all i got in this game same man this is all i got as well uh good win I know I came with some energy because it's always good mm-hmm. to get, have your football team have a win. And I think I'm just more excited that both of our teams got a win two consecutive days in a row. So we can start off this week on a, on a high note, but it's a little somber because you see we it's game. We're, we only got six games left. You're starting to see, as you pointed out, the holes that need to be filled and just really, you know, it, it's just, it's just hard to watch this team. See the holes that need to be filled, and struggle with just another bad team. Yeah, it's really what it is. Yeah. So, on that note, unless you got something else to add, I think that's a good place to wrap it up. Mm-hmm. So. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in for another Jets episode of the Knicks Jets Exegger podcast. You know what to do, guys. If you listen to this uh, podcast on Apple Podcasts, please make sure to give us a five-star review and to leave a comment. That helps us out so oh so greatly. That way, we can grow this community and others can find this podcast that you guys are listening to. really helps us out a lot. But if you don't listen there, and if you don't have Apple Podcasts, it's okay. We're on Spotify, Google Play, Amazon, Alexa, Stitcher, you name it. We are there. Also, we're on YouTube now. So please make sure to go to our channel, Nick's Jets, etc. Make sure to hit that subscribe button. Hit that like bell when you're watching the videos. And hit that notification bell. Also, while you're at the KJE uh, YouTube channel, you will see that we have winning picks weekly. All right, that's John and our video producer Greg. They got a gambling podcast where they go over the NFL and the NBA slates. NBA slates, the sl- NBA is coming out soon. They've been doing the NFL the entire season so far and been doing really well. I might add. By the way, went three and zero on their picks for Thanksgiving. Man, got a they- killer Thanksgiving and a killer Sunday. Oh, these guys, these guys know their stuff. You know, on, I you know. I download the FanDuel app because uh, I will have to go through Connecticut uh, at some point because I'm going to a wedding very soon in uh, this December, and I will be placing a bet because I'm going to be listening to these guys as I Let's usually go. do, and gotta take uh, gotta take this up, man. Starting oh. to get starting to get it there, starting to get there, and then last, but certainly not least, please make sure to follow us on all social media platforms. We're on Facebook, Twitter, TikTok instagram please make sure to follow us interact with us we love talking sports we love talking to all you guys it's always a lot of fun thank you guys for tuning in for another jets episode catch you later this week for another Knicks episode and a jets breakdown all right the eagles week let's go jets break the curse baby